to I, an amazing podcast that shares knowledge on the big questions in life we all want to know. Hosted by yours truly, Calvin J. So join us on season two as we take you from ignorance to illumination. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another episode of Eye to Eye. I'm your host, Calvin J. And uh, this week, I wanted to uh, discuss the beauty of aging. The beauty of aging. You know, there's a beauty in aging. And I have my beautiful amazing co-host and wife michelle here looking beautiful in the midst of aging (laughs) um and we're basically going to discuss the beauty in aging and how it is affecting our society right um in this society in particular in uh, American society, uh, beauty is pretty tainted, right? It's pretty biased. There's a, um, a taboo on uh, beauty in American culture, right? Um, and it's biased towards the man. Um, the man can age and get older and still be respected and uh valued um in hollywood um in the workplace um and it's kind of unfair to the women um in our society women get uh the shit end of the deal when it comes to uh being valued as they age um in Hollywood, for example, um, a lot of women, but there's very few women that are um, older and they get the respect and, you know, for certain roles, uh, very few. But on the other hand, men, uh, is it seems as if they are even more sought after in Hollywood. You know, a man can grow gray hair and won't worry have you know won't worry about having to dye his hair black it's no problem seeing a man with gray hair how many men besides michael jackson okay how many men (laughs) how many men real talk how many men you know in hollywood that actually go through plastic surgery in order to keep their jobs in order to maintain beauty. You don't. There aren't any men that are, you know, getting uh, muscle injections, uh, uh, you know, or, or, or lip liposuction and all these things. That pressure is on the women. And it's so unfair because through the social media, through the mass media, through the marketing, of big companies, women constantly are uh, reminded of how inadequate they are, how how uh, 
ugly they are when in actuality they're not ugly they're beautiful every woman has her own individual unique beauty it's like a fingerprint no one else has your fingerprint it's your own individual beauty and i'm pretty sure if you're married or if you're with a man that man is probably not contributing to that mentality a man could tell you every day all day that you're beautiful but if you are still on social media if you're still shopping online on the internet or even going in the average store if you're going into a walmart think about the walmart when you go into a walmart you may have like back there by the bathroom aisles or whatever right you have you know the aisles for soap body wash typical stuff everybody boom then you got about four or five aisles dedicated to the woman's insecurity and this nation of capitalism, big companies capitalize on women's insecurity. Don't just think that certain women are insecure as they get older. All women have some type of insecurity and the companies capitalize on it, whether it's lipstick, foundation, all kind of things. What are some of the things that you see and what's your perspective, Michelle, on a woman's insecurity? <laughs> well, I think all women, I shouldn't even say all because everybody's different, but most women have insecurities, whether it's our stomach, our butt, legs, face, arms, neck, all the things that you look like, oh, it's getting a wrinkle or I wish I can change this or I wish I can change that. And it's so expensive to change any of that. I really feel like the stuff that they sell out in the stores for like anti-aging and all of these different things, those are just like putting a Band-Aid on. It never really fixes the problem. And it never will because once your skin loses its elasticity, is that how you say it? Elasticity. <laughs> Elast Elast Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, once it loses that, then you start seeing wrinkles and you start seeing, um, even when you're smiling, you notice little wrinkles or your frown of your head or by your eyes. Yeah. And that's a big thing for women. Um, how our stomach feels. Um, it don't matter the age of us. We all have like insecurities. Um, but like you said, the men's side, it's more embraced. Like, oh, he's got a dad's bod. Oh, he's got this. But when, if you see a woman with like a little tummy or got extra little extra weight on her, no one says, oh, she's got a mom's bod. She's cute. <laughs> so you definitely, <laughs> like, you definitely yeah. got double standard, which I don't find fair. Yeah, no, it's not fair. Um it's not fair at all and that's uh the consequences of living in a society of uh capitalism um that's just what it is and if we didn't live in a society like think about other societies check this out if you was to go to the middle east right the women 
and the Middle East do not want to show their bodies. It ain't just that they can't, they don't want to show their bodies because the economy in their life, in their society, is based on their religion, their values, their norms, their policies. It's based on their religion. Which is crazy because you would think men in those kinds of countries would actually respect women a lot more, but they don't. They do. It's, no, it's more of a property. No, hit, hit, no, here's the thing. See, and that, <laughs> you guys, is an American perception. America is known around the... That's, that's, that's great. I'm glad you said that. America is known around the globe for being ethnocentric, right? And what does ethnocentric mean? Ethnocentric is basically um, the inability to be empathetic. Basically, you're judging other countries based on your own country's perspective. You're not being able to see a country for its country, right? And I remember there was a show post 9-11. I think Oprah had a show and she had some... She got some uh, Middle Eastern lady on there, you know, and, and she had the whole veil up and everything. And she was talking about how stressed she was and how it was how the women was suffering and everything like that. And how we should save those women over there. People would do that. Like, like that's what it is. America is crazy when it comes. And you're going to only see how crazy America is when you get outside of America. Those people over there, the, the average common women over there, they are proud to be Muslim women. They're proud to, to, to cover themselves up. They do it with honor. That's like going into an Amish community and thinking that all the girls and all the women in the Amish community don't want to wear makeup because they've been told don't wear makeup they get to a point where they have that freedom to do so and what is it called rumspringer rumspringer and they have that freedom and then they come back and some come back some don't but what i'm saying is most women that are in that culture they do it with pride. Now you're gonna always get one or two people like them shows that be on TV. They act like they're trying to save them people. There are exceptions to every rule. There are exceptions to every situation where you're gonna get somebody that's like, you know what, I don't wanna live this life, save me. Most women in the Amish community want to live that life and they're proud to live it. Most women in the Middle East are proud to live their life and they look at us like we are the animals. They look at us and they say, well, we wonder why you guys got high divorce rates. We wonder why you guys got high rape cases, rape crimes, because you parading your bodies around like you want somebody to look at your body. You got women at the jobs wearing tight clothes, women on the beach, dressed in any kind of way. What do you think a man, they understand how a man thinks, so they prevent that. Is it right, is it wrong? Hey, that's up to that society to judge. Every society is different. But what you shouldn't do is judge others based off what you feel. If you go against abortion, that's your thing. But it shouldn't allow you to tell somebody else they shouldn't get an abortion. Just for an example, right? Your view on something is your view. Now, I'm going to get way up to off topic. We done went down a whole rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but so basically getting back to 
the beauty of Asian. <laughs> I also suffered and I grieved. You want to know how I grieved? I already know. How I grieve. Oh, for your hair loss. My hair loss was exactly as a loss. <laughs> <laughs> when you lose something, you, you grieve. You go through a grieving process. And my grieving process was the loss of my hair. I think the medical term for it is alopecia. Yeah. And see, listen, guys. She's laughing, but it's okay. No, I'm not yeah. laughing like that. It's because you named it. But it's not. That's not what happened to you. Oh, okay. Well, what happened to me? Um, Stress. Well, yeah. And normal just aging. Because your father doesn't have hair. So you were well, bound not to have it. That was pretty early, though. Okay, well, so here's the thing. I... <laughs> I... I... I had waves, okay? And for those of you who don't know what waves are, waves is basically the the creation of a permanent to a black man's hair. And your hair is laid down in a permanent fashion, slicked down with with grease and wave conditioner ointments and creams and you keep it laid down by having on wave caps and brushing it every day and when you brushing it every day you essentially are creating this very slick and wet look and we call it waves or 360s so that was important to tell <laughs> because i've had that hairstyle since the sixth grade okay and what um, I think back in 2019 I started to lose the hair you know it it it, it started to you know oh man it was horrible you know grieving the grieving process the last stage in grief is what acceptance acceptance and it was a battle Oh man, it was a battle. I was out here bad. I mean, I was, it was like a whole ball spot in the bottom, like on the top of my head, on the apex of my head, it was a ball spot. And I didn't realize it until we took a picture and I seen the picture and I was like, no. And, and, and you know, that's all I said, but that's when the grief started. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm losing my hair. So aging. Aging. Okay, so, but but the whole idea to what I'm saying is eventually, it wasn't quickly, but eventually I had to get to a place. I only asked three people. I asked Michelle and I asked my boys, Jalen and Isaiah. And I... You know, I mean, we all are insecure about certain things. And that was the only thing that I was uh, insecure or very obvious, like, like I was on it. So I saw pulling up pictures of other black actors that had bald hair, you know, no hair at all, you know. And uh, Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, you know, these guys that we grew up looking at on, you know, in the black cinema. And these guys, they have no hair now. They're bald headed. 
So I sent my boys, you know, some pictures like, hey, what do you guys think about, you know, the ball look? They like, hey, you can do it. You can do it, dad. You can do it, pops. Rock it. And obviously, Michelle was like, you can do it. Just keep that beard going. You're good. So with the support of my loved ones, I went ahead and I rocked it. And um, at this point, I feel great about it great about the decision but all in all it takes for you to look within to get that final level of acceptance because you have to love yourself so all the women to all the women out there that are in their man's opinion beautiful because you got a beautiful personality you're beautiful because you are a good person and and you had a pretty face don't allow these companies don't allow these magazines don't allow keeping up with the kardashians or whatever the current trend is in our society don't allow that pressure to make you feel insecure it's ridiculous because the only opinions that should matter is your opinion and the people that you really love and trust their opinion. I mean, there's women out here that would travel to South America to get butt injections just to get love. Now, how the hell does that make sense? You're you're doing something superficial to get something that's deep. It's never gonna be deep. It's never gonna be deep. Never. It's never going to happen. If somebody actually loves you for your physical appearance, like it's okay to be initially attracted to somebody and find out that like, wow, you know, they got a great smile or they have a good face or, or whatever attracts you at that moment. But if it does not run deeper than that, I promise you in the long run, it will not last. You will always look for something else. Wow. It's the truth. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's heavy. So it's probably more important to invest in something. It sounds so simple, but it goes so deep. Instead of investing in liposuction, instead of investing in butt injections and butt, butt injections, Instead of investing in fake lips and weaves, try investing in your personality. I know it may sound like a cliche. I know it may sound like a buzzkill, but I'm telling you, you are under the, manip the manipulation of the mass media, social media, you're under the manipulation of what it means to look beautiful. As you get older, you're supposed to get more beautiful. Am I not right? I mean, am I confused? Is it me? As you get older, you're supposed to get more wisdom. You're supposed to become more mature. You're supposed to know what you want. You're supposed to go after what you want. Right, and within that, that's attractive. Exactly, that within itself it's to the true. right man. is, And honestly, it's also the pressure from the wrong men because it's the wrong men 
that these women are attracted to and they still in that same loop of going for the wrong things it goes both ways well here's the thing a man is not looking for a woman to tell him that he looks good a man is looking for a woman to tell him you know stroke his ego yeah you got the money yeah you got the card you got thing. a man a man wants to look good too. yes he want to but it's not at the level if it was at the level of what women's were at then you would have those you have a market that will support that a market that was, and the market would be in Walmart, in Target, where you have 10 hours or five hours of men's supplements. The only place that you will see that kind of uh, 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 supply is in GNC. Or Target. Well, yeah, it's I mean, like. two aisles for beards. For, for beards. Men. Right, right. But, but, really? <laughs> but we're saying in comparison to women. No, the, women have a lot. That's what I'm saying. And, and yeah, I mean, of course, people want to look good, right? Because there's been this reinsurgence of men with beards that women want, right? That's right. But it's not at a level. Women have magazines. They have so much pressure on what it means to look beautiful. But in reality, men don't really care about half that stuff. When has a man ever said, I'm not going to love you or have sex with you because the fingernail polish you have on is the wrong fingernail polish or because your bra and panties don't match or because you got some ugly heels on or be, like that. Men care about women that know how to love themselves and love the man that they're with. That's attractive. That's beauty. And what's sad about it is that a woman, instead of hearing and noticing what the man that she's with is telling her day in and day out, she was still override his opinion with social media's opinion. Every day is a subliminal, unconscious, subconscious hit at a woman's insecurity you got commercials on your skin commercials on how big you are commercials on diets and commercials and then you go to the store you see in magazines you see in owls and owls of makeup and gloss and all of these things this country has a war a battle on women's insecurity and I feel sorry for the women because if a woman's aging to her that's the end she's not relevant she's not important she's not valued and don't let her hit menopause where she can't do what a woman function is and that's to have babies to bear children She's going to go through a midlife crisis. But we have to come together for the women that feel insecure. We got to support them. We have to let them know, like, hey, there's beauty in aging. The maturity, the wisdom, 
the experience. Could you imagine going to a job and the employees, the administration at the job is only celebrating and valuing the new employees, the employees that been there for three, four weeks or a month over the employees that been there for 10, 20 years? When does experience get respected? When does maturity and longevity and stability get respected? Well, things will change when women realize that beauty, real beauty, lies in the eyes of the beholder. And if you value any eyes other than your husband's or yourself, you'll simply be insecure. 